what's up everybody uh really really excited about the podcast uh that you're about to listen to and also today's big drop um on leaking the over uh 40s and nyc a 137 uh, pickup game, a bunch of uh, DJs came through, a meeting with uh, Terrell Owens, uh, went to the Goodwill to do some shopping, so just a really fun uh, weekly day. I hope you go check it out on YouTube.com slash Gary B-E-E, YouTube.com slash Gary B-E-E, weekly B-006, podcast people, go check it. This is the Gary V Audio Experience. Hmm. I have an idea. Tyler, I need some blueberries. One minute, 37 seconds later. And this is Weekly V5. If you do not love losing, you lost. I feel I can't lose. I feel I can't lose. I'm mortal, immortal, immortal. It's Monday morning, just getting into the office. Um, and it's already been, it's good, my guy. It's already been a day. A lot of fires this morning. Client stuff, a lot of Vaynerx stuff, but that's the uh, that's the name of this game. Executive life. Can you give your perspective on the best way to embrace chaos, especially in the enterprise business? Um, by putting things in perspective. The way I deal with chaos and the way that I would deal in chaos if I was a upper middle leader in this team right now is realizing what's the alternative. You're in control. The reason chaos is easy for me is I know I'm in control. When a tornado or a hurricane or a virus or sales drop breaks out, I'm in control. Coronavirus, China sales are down, we're in control. We get to sit in a room and say, what are we gonna do? I love chaos. Like, if Mike Tyson's running at me and I'm a boxer, that chaos, this is why Holyfield beat them. You're in control. Yeah, it's not fun or scary or whatever, but you can duh. I'm most calm when there's the most chaos because I go into a place in my mind of like, what's the worst that can happen? What, am I gonna die? Oh no? Then business? Who gives a Put it in perspective. Put it in perspective. Stop being scared. So, okay, so let me sleep on it. Let, give me 24 hours, here's why. I really think that's a million dollar card and within the next 12 months, easy, especially if I just, if, so let me think, okay? But like, I'll, I'll, let me think, I'll call you tonight, tell you everything I'm thinking and then you may want to. How many are there? Eight? All right, talk to you soon, bye-bye. I might buy my first half a million dollar card. What are we going live on? Facebook, LinkedIn, Instagram, Twitter. <laughs> awesome. All, all. Okay, first question. How do you go about streamlining to make yourself more efficient? Second question. Right, let me start right there. I can answer you very quick. That one's easy. Okay. If you don't judge yourself for being inefficient, you become efficient. I might be one okay. of the most inefficient people of all time, but because I don't judge it, I actually become remarkably efficient. 
If people realize they spend more time dwelling on being inefficient than actually the efficient work, everything would change. I've never thought of it that way before. No <laughs> That's why you asked it first. Well, there you go. <laughs> Hannah, I'm being really serious with you. I'm gonna sit on this one for it's gonna help a lot of people. Everybody judges themselves arbitrarily. All of a sudden, everybody thinks they're an efficiency expert on their own selves. Mm-hmm. All you're doing is driving home insecurities and judgment on yourself on something that doesn't matter. Doesn't mean try not to get more efficient, but just doing what you can, like having a calendar and doing the best you can is just fine. The second you don't get to something on your calendar and you beat yourself up is the second you're inefficient. The dwelling that people put on themselves around efficiency is overwhelming to me and ludicrous at best and dangerous at worst. Next. That makes a lot of sense. Thank you for that. You're welcome. Vlog, what's up? We're, we're like pumped right now. You can probably feel the energy of the crew here. Avatar, you were fired up, you know, <laughs> for sure. Um, just good. Me at my best for me. My subjective opinion about me is Q&A, where I have time, where I'm not rushed. The interrupted by and the ask, it's because it's a time frame. I feel rushed. I'm trying to get to answers. I'm trying to get insights. With you guys, you get mad at me. Not a good format for me. Q&A, great format for me. I can dig, I can do the follow-up question. It's less broad, it goes deeper. I show more stuff, it helps. You can associate with the people. There's only 49 groups of people. You see yourself in one of, or two of them. It's good, super pumped. What's up, bro? Yeah, yeah, what's up? Really good. good. Uh, I call this meeting because I'm really impressed with your talent and I need you to hear it from me because I think there's a lot of macro moving VaynerX things but I think you've put in the work and built the equity for a really fun chapter. I don't know what that means just this second but I want you to know it's very much on my mind and radar. Been super fun. Good. Yeah. Good news is you can keep doing exactly what, but you're gonna get some opportunities thrown at you. Cool. I don't know exactly what that means, but I know I'm on third base on cooking, which means in the next 30 to 75 days, you're gonna hit, and uh, you're at the top of my mind. Fire. Yeah, it's in the world of like running a company where 93% of your is problems and fires and, and tough conversations, it's awfully fun to have a 7% conversation where it's good and it's going and, you know, listen, I know how wired in you are to like the movement, like your patience and execution now becomes your advantage. And your talent. You have it. Yeah, that's it. Hey guys, I'm just popping up in the middle of this or I get the end of this meeting. Like it doesn't, I mean, I don't know how long that was, but I know how you guys are gonna post edit this. Like it does not take a long time to make an important impact. And I think a lot of bosses wait for like reviews and all sorts of dumb Find micro moments to over communicate both pros and cons. Like that was a wildly efficient meeting that will help both parties, the organization and Brandon. And so do more of that if you run businesses. That's what I got. Anything I can answer for you? Um, I think so. Good. You'll be hearing a lot more from me. Just keep executing. Yeah. We'll be in touch shortly. Cool. Have a great day. Yo, what's up guys? This is Brandon. I'm a content creator here at Vayner. You guys just watched a meeting that I had with Gary. 
and I wanted to kind of give you guys some more insight and some context to it. So we were originally slotted for like 15 minutes and I was in there for maybe like 90 seconds. And I think the takeaway there and something I've started doing even in my meetings is if I think I need 30 minutes, I'll actually make it 15 um, because speed is everything and cutting it down, you can still get done what you need to get done in that amount of time. So um, I think that's kind of a good takeaway from that. So now back to the vlog. I'm calling an Uber because we had a little uh, travel audible called this week. So Gary's driver is not currently in New York City, um, but he will be tomorrow. And in the meantime, I am taking over the vlog. It is my vlog. <laughs> Six views. Heading oh. <laughs> down to uh, CNBC to do a hit uh, here with Maha. Um, hey, Brandon. Talking to Brandon from Wine Library. We're going to CNBC to do some uh, content around Super Bowl and business impacts. What's up, Beat Up? Hello. I've been uh, such a big fan of yours and watch your Instagram. Thank videos. you so it's, much. Uh, it's a pleasure to meet you. Thank you, my Can friend. I just take Very quickly, because I'm going yeah, on air yeah, in a second. Pray for me, pray for me, pray for me. I've just been patiently waiting for things Very good. How are you? Thank you, bro. We are CNBC in 10 minutes. In 12 minutes? 10 minutes. 4, 4.35 Eastern. Tune in to see if Caleb gets the right shot. A lot. Oh, you know, it's funny. I'm the social media digital guy and I continue and will always say until things change in America, that the Super Bowl ad is grossly underpriced at $5.2 million a slot because of the dynamics that you're referring to. And even without the internet, it's the one time America sits down and wants to actually watch a commercial. Every other moment of our lives, we hate that. Um, the, I've penetrated the internet in a very significant way. Uh, there's a lot of people that don't know me in the 55 to 90 year old set and the post creative that we could chop up is a good look back into digital so it's a cycle. I, I, I'm not unemotional about where, it's all arbitrage. Like I don't, I keep telling people I don't give a You can. Oh my gosh. Thank you. Nice so to meet much. you. Nice to meet you. Thank you. What is my what is my life? Yo, it's Sherelle, videographer on Team Gary Vee, 
and today we have a bunch of footage of confidential client meetings. So what you're about to check out is G on a radio interview. He's talking about baseball cards, flipping, getting this money. Um, so get back to the ball. Sports cards are exploding, Jim. I need everybody who's listening right now to really go to StockX and eBay and see what's going on. I've been investing in sports cards for 18 months. Last April and May and June, I bought 50 LeBron rookies and now they grade them. You send them to a company, they say if it's a perfect 10, a nine, an eight. I bought 50 perfect 10s at $1,050 a piece. Now they're selling for 4,000 a piece. Gary, give me a brief primer. Not knowing a lot about this, if I want to dip my toe in. eBay, e yep. Explain, what do I do? You go to Google and you search sports cards. You know, why are sports cards going up? Like you type in questions on Google. Then you go to eBay completed items and you type in athletes, Lamar Jackson rookie card. And you hit, you hit search and then you hit completed items and you can see for the last two, three months how much they've gone for. Let me give you the comp there. I wanted to do it and I sucked. I mis made a huge mistake. I didn't take action because I liked Lamar's game. I didn't think he was gonna do what he did this year. But Lamar rookies in perfect tens were $35 going into the season, now they're 300. Last year I did it with Giannis, I bought him at 180, they went, they're at 800 now. Um, here's, so you go to eBay and StockX and you look at the prices and you look at completed auctions and that gives you, you spend four to 10 hours on that, looking up athletes. Most of the cards your listeners and I grew up with aren't worth anything because it was during the junk wax era where they made a million of these. Now they make limited numbers of them and the vintage graded stuff is going great but there's three reasons. 45 year olds are now having seven, now have seven year olds, so they're reliving their childhood. Gambling, you can buy a $200 pack of cards right now. That's how much they can be now, Jim. 200 for one pack, but you can pull $150,000 Luca or Zion. So gambling, and then finally, you know, sports cards have a lot more volume than sneakers. So we have an entire generation of teenagers who are now in their 20s that grew up flipping Yeezys and Jordans who now if they think that Lamar Jackson's gonna be the guy, they go out and buy 500, 2,000, 4,000 Lamar rookies and make $100,000 in nine months. But I know that you have like the best sports audience and I'm just trying to think about like if somebody wants to do a side hustle and if you're listening to The Burning and you're sitting there right now and you're like, you're thinking about start, I know a lot of people now wanna invest in startups. They wanna find their Facebook and Uber but that's 99% likely gonna fail or they love to gamble and they're analytical and they're good at daily fantasy and, and, and sports betting. But that's high risk, high return. You either win or lose, it's binary. Meanwhile, there's a ton of people who are listening right now who know that David Njoko was hurt this year but he's a freak tight end and he may come back next year. Or they, they think that, like I do, that Sam Darnold's way better than he actually has shown because he's had real difficulties with offensive line and Joe Douglas has proven in Philly that he's gonna build an offensive line and what does that mean to him? So there's a ton to do on speculation with limited downside and high upside and so that's how I see it. Podcast, what's good? Do you eat food? That is a very simple question I have for you. Do you food. Now, if that food happens to be gourmet stuff, like delicious olive oils or cookies or that kind of random sh then you need to go to yummytex.com. Yummy, Y-U-M-M-Y, text.com. Gourmet foods at ridiculous discounts, just like wine text, but for olive oils, pastas, hot sauces, mustards, and other exotic candies and such, yummytex.com, the best 
place to buy gourmet food at ridiculously low prices. Just got into the convention center here in El Paso. Uh, this is where UTEP plays. Big shout out to Tim Hardaway, senior. UTEP two-step, I remember you. Do you have Stay any media. tips for me as a small business owner? It's, to, it's, it's, it's not, you know what's funny? I never killed myself, I liked it so much. I enjoy much. it though, I, yeah. I like being a Everyone's like, you burned, I'm like, no I didn't, I, I didn't liked work. it. I don't work. I'm like, like you wanna play video games and watch Netflix and I wanna like ideate on my business. It's creative, I like it. So I'm hey. not weird that I like spreadsheets and like doing my math and like talking my account. Of course <laughs> not, most, most people like stuff they, and then, but for some reason, they either put things on a pedestal or demonize it. Like, I don't understand why people can't just understand it's a self-awareness game. Like, I don't want to be a starving artist, but somebody who loves the out of it, I'm like, that's awesome. Like, I, I just don't understand demonizing people's joy. So what would I say to you? I would say, nothing beats loving the process. That's why I'm so, I'm 40, I love it. Bro, when I tell you, like you've said two things already, bro, I've never, ever, ever thought about the money for real, for real, for real. And I, and I lived it, like people like, people like, yeah, like you know, back to like, I'm like, but I lived it. I, I worked every day until I was 34 years old for my dad and left with nothing. Zero, zero. Like, you know, and then I started a company with my 11 year younger brother, I had all the leverage and we went 50-50. Right? And like, like, I just, if you love your game, you've won. It will all be there. I've, I've never had more leverage to make money and I've never been cooler and I'm 44. And that's not what you think at 26. How old are you? you that's not what you're thinking at 26 and 16. When I was 26 and 16, 44 was dead, old. Uh, I can't wait till I'm 44. Fair enough, but like, I remember being 22, coming to my dad's liquor store, my cousin was 30 and I was like, this dude's old. graduated from this university and um, I barely finished, I was a C student. Um, I, I went homeless and I didn't have any social media because all that happened and then I went back home where my parents had kicked me out and I found this right there in my mail and this is how I discovered you. Uh, I wanted to be a marketer, now I'm a national marketing manager, I run 387 stores for cricket. I'm still working uh, hustling. I, I bought my home. Uh, I, I, I'm sure I'm still short on the cash, so I got a second job now. Uh, Good I'm, for I'm you. For that to. By the way, real and quick, <laughs> real quick, real quick. Don't worry, bro. It's all good. We're all. I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna make a point right now that's gonna really, really resonate. Dude, a lot of people have been up here and said a lot of things, and a lot of different claps happened. My man right here, just going through his story, right? It was super interesting. He's going through the story, and he just said, "I got a second job, and not a clap in the place." And I think about that because literally out of almost everything I've heard from every person tonight, the number one thing that made my chemicals go into wanting to cheer was when he said, I got a second job. Having the humility to do that is so powerful. We, we cheer the wrong things. Yay, you got a cool new hoodie. And we don't cheer the real like I got a second job. And that's how I listen when it doesn't seem obvious. 
I listen to the fact that none of you clapped for it. And that makes me say, this doesn't have enough awareness to how powerful it is. Which then gets me into, until we clap for humility, we will not understand the foundational piece to success. I have too much swag and bravado and competitiveness to make it obvious to you that humility is my superpower, but somebody's gonna come along that might not be as cursing and as rugged and as alpha and as male and as Jersey and they're going to and I'm gonna be super happy when she or he comes along because I promise you, if you leave with anything tonight, humility is the foundation of happiness. So, it's um, 10.34 in El Paso, which means it's 12.34 in New York, and we're in Texas, and we'll be in the office at 10 a.m. El Paso, Weekly V. It's been a long day. Yo, what's up guys, this is Brandon. I was filming Gary today and something that I think is super interesting is that for 60% of the day, I wasn't even allowed to record audio and then for another 30%, I couldn't even turn on the camera whatsoever just for confidential reasons. And then really 10% of his day is what you're gonna see in Weekly V. And I think it's interesting because I think a lot of people see Gary as like maybe a speaker when really he's the CEO of VaynerMedia first and he's getting a lot of done throughout the day. And that was a lot of his day today. Hey, I'm Claude Silver. I'm the Chief Heart Officer here at VaynerMedia. So today we had an incredible leadership meeting where Gary was sharing his vision for 2020 and all of the leaders around the table were sharing their vision, how it fits into the macro of what we're doing here at VaynerMedia in 2020, 2021. And it's such a powerful, powerful feeling when you have everyone like humming to the same tune, slightly different tones and harmonies, but the same tune. And it's gonna be a freaking phenomenal year. For you heavy. Thank you. Thank for you. For real, for real. What book are you reading right now, man? What do you want? Word? Word. Crazy. That's not how I learn. Just waste them. Just write them. <laughs> That's lit. I uh, I don't read books. I write them. You know, you know when I, you know how I learn? I read comments and I read DMs. Mm. I learned. I'm like this is why I so relate to Boyd. I'm the way that Boyd's got his ear to the streets and hip hop and lat trap and like that. I have my ear to the streets on a human level. Yeah. That's why I know to poke at because mm. people write it to me and I read and I watch and I watch how. When you run it on the MTV Awards thing and do your thing, I read every single tweet. All of them. All of them. I didn't even watch your performance. It was in the mm-hmm. background as it was happening. You were on and I was reading the tweets in real time about you. Crazy. I don't consume the thing. I consume the people consuming the thing. Yeah, yeah. The reaction. That's how I always know. Mm-hmm. Got it? The value of putting out content. Correct. I put out content to learn. Yeah. I put out a post on Instagram this morning that I know isn't really made for Instagram about how you should run commercials on Hulu and Amazon, but I need to read the comments to understand how they understood it. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. I'm a 
constant motion of information. I'm always talking because I'm always listening. That sentence is lit. (laughs) (laughs) Take it, use it for the reference. Stuff. Yeah, so like I started a YouTube channel, um, and like one of the questions I wanted to ask people is like I'm having trouble like finding a niche because like I like do so much. Like obviously I play football. I don't think like, I don't think you need to find a niche. I think the, your niche is that you are that human being. Yeah. Football, After Effects, small town kid. Yeah. I'm sure 17 other things you haven't told me yet. Yeah. Your niche is you, the human. Yeah. And everyone's like, oh, I need a niche, which actually means I need to stay narrow in something and just talk about football. That's the reverse. You need to be as broad as possible, but fully you, which becomes your niche. That's me. Yeah. I talk about, you know, the Jets. I talk about sports cards. Yeah. I talk about wine. Yeah. I talk about business, right? Yeah. Like, pe- like I'm not a niche. I'm broad as. Yeah. My niche is that I'm Gary. Yeah. That's your niche. Your niche is you, the human. Everyone's holding back their full self, and then they're like, okay, I'm only showing people three parts of yeah. me and I gotta pick one so they go this narrow instead yeah. of being them. And that actually is the macro niche. Yeah, I see what you're saying because like everyone on YouTube like watching how to grow and it's all about like, you have to pick a niche, like be SEO, like it's how you do stuff, but in reality. That's like, transactional. Yeah. That's how you get subscribers mm-hmm. and views, but long term, don't build actually something meaningful. Yeah, 100%. Right, you understand? 100%. Dude, yeah. like you think I ever thought I was gonna show my garage sale content? Yeah. Like when I first put that out, everyone's like, like literally, some people are like, yo, that's the crazy And then a lot of other people are like, you can't Like my real friends, like my, not my real friends, not my real friends at all actually. My real serious business acquaintances called me like, yo, this looks stupid. You're making yourself look stupid. You're so, st-. I'm like, you're stupid. Yeah, it's not about that. Of course, I'm not, I'm not posturing out here. I'm not worried what people think. Garage sale. I like buying yeah. stuffed animals for a and selling them for nine. <laughs> That's what I'm about. And I think a lot of people are scared to go there. Yeah. Like the me's of the world want to show a private plane. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. The me, the me's of the world, aka got a little something going. Yeah. They want to show a BMW. They want to show courtside. Yeah. I'm like the reverse. I'm like having random meetings with kids in the backseat yeah. of my car. Yep. And the reason why you are who you are is because you hustle like that, like at garage sales. You like flip. That's right, and I and it's about value. You you got it. I want to help people. Like, there's a lot of you know why I started showing my garage sale stuff because a lot of people DM'd me saying, "Yeah, whatever," but I have no money. I'm like, "Cool, I had no money most of my life. Let me show you how I did it." Yeah. So sick. Right? Like, here's what you do when you have 20 bucks. You make it 400 bucks. How? Being humble and grinding like a. 400 becomes 4,000. 4,000 becomes 40,000, and then you got a little nut. Now you can do something. Yeah. Dang. This is surreal. (laughs) So Ruggles knows um, someone on your team, Mm -hmm. and I was like, is there any chance I'm gonna be in New York? Like, I had a job interview I actually just got out of, like an hour ago. That's awesome. For the summer? Yeah, for the summer. And so, like, I just You want to intern at Vayner? Yeah. Like, are you kidding me? Like, 100%. I'm dead serious. I'm I'm gonna make this real, real serious. Avi, when are we there? 335. Okay, I need to do a bunch of I've given you what I needed to, plus I'm giving you the biggest thing. I will get you an internship at 137 or Vayner if you jump out of the car now so I can have 20 minutes to get my done. Yeah, done. Thank you so much. Real pleasure, man. I'll see you this summer, 100%. Oh, yeah. All right, I'll check it. Oh, yeah. Bet. All right, hell yeah. I'll Thank see you soon. So much. Yeah. Send me an email. I'll get that coat rolling Thank for you. the summer. Appreciate Talk it. to you.
fire. <laughs> just life now. Yeah. Can I get you to speak to the vlog just in general about today, Gary? Just like what happened, like meetings? Uh, today was a super operational day, Brandon, you know? Um, like, I think this week is kind of interesting. Like, I'm not sure how epic the vlog is gonna be uh, because it's been an operational week heavy. Outside of the quick trip to El Paso, right? We've been in operations, Boehner X world, and I can feel it. This has been an epic week of ops, and uh, I'm really excited about it. So, just getting a lot of work done that's gonna really impact the business, and I can feel it, and um, going to a big meeting here at Spotify now. Just, I'm in an interesting zone. I don't know if you can like feel it at your level, or like, mm-hmm. I know you're close to so many people on my team. Like, I'm in a very focused zone. Yep. It's a lot more operations than people think. That's what I was getting ready to say. I, I still feel like people, even though we put out so much content and we put out seven and a half hour vlogs, I still feel like a lot of people still don't realize. Yeah, people think I'm an influencer. Yeah. I'm a motivational speaker. <laughs> like, it's funny. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. The amount of times I type out pedestal and never even get close to spelling it right <laughs> is remarkable. P-E-D-E-S-T-A-L, pedestal. I can, I can get my own Uber. Sure. Yes. I'm a very functional human. I was joking. Eight, seven, six, five, four. My husband doesn't believe I'm actually on the phone with you. He's sitting next to me. What's his name? <laughs> his name's Daniel. Hey, Daniel. What's up? What's up, bro? It's really me, bro. This is not an automated message. That's you. It's really me, bro, I promise. That's cool. It is cool. <laughs> You're cool. <laughs> and is just talking about flipping cards, getting money. What am I doing? <laughs> Jason, I hate this so much. Oh. <laughs> D-Rock, you missed it, but the grab, guy grabbed the five, so I wanna make sure we get that part. As we end today's podcast, I wanna give a huge shout out to the people, you know, it's so funny. People that leave reviews and written reviews of this podcast on Apple, Spotify, and all the other platforms just mean the world to me. You've taken an extra 13 to 95 seconds to show love and also give context to people of why this is a worthwhile podcast. So I appreciate that so much. And even more fun, uh, cause I think we all love a little cosign or a shout out or a little awareness. Uh, I'm gonna have the team give a couple of shout outs uh, daily on uh, our favorite reviews. So Dean, take it away. Which were our favorites this week? Thank you, Gary. Today's reviews, very great insights into the higher level trends of the marketing industry and best podcast written in by G.I. Martin and Cokie's 1992 say. Listening to these two industry leaders talk makes clear sense where the current marketing industry is lagging. Listen to how David Greiner describes Gary to his acquaintance. He describes him as a polarizing figure. Vaynerchuk's response was spot on. Very great insights into the higher level trends of the marketing industry. And secondly, literally the best podcast to give you purpose. You can hear it anytime, anywhere, and it gets you going. Thank you both so much for writing in. And remember, keep leaving reviews because yours could be next.